Everyone is away for Yantif. And our learning this morning should be a memory of Sarabas Yaakov. Amen. <laughs> Jack's uh, mother, Aleah Um <clears throat> The Pasuk tells us in Parashas Emma in regards to the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer that one is supposed to begin counting on the day of the bringing of the carbon HaOmer, which is the second day of Pesach. This clearly implies that the mitzvah of Sirius HaOmer is connected to the mitzvah, to the bringing of the carbon HaOmer. And this is reinforced by the Pasuk and Parashas Re'eh, Shiva Shavuos, Tisbar Lach, you should count seven weeks, Mechel Chermesh Bakamo, once the sickle begins to cut the stalks of the new wheat, uh, which is brought in, in as part of the carbon HaOmer, again on the second day of Pesach. So the Psukim uh, seem to indicate that the mitzvah of Sirius HaOmer is connected uh, to the bringing of the carbon HaOmer, perhaps dependent on the carbon HaOmer. And that's why the opinion of Rov HaRishonim, Rashi, and Taisis, and the Gemara Mesechlis Menachis, of Yerusha HaMavavah Medalaf, is that the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer nowadays is only Midr HaBonon, since we are no longer bringing the carbon HaOmer in the absence of a base HaMikdosh. The Rambam, Perak Zayin of Tmidim Musaf and Wachav Beis, disagrees, and his opinion is that the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer continues uh, to be a Mitzvah Midr Raisa, even though we are no longer bringing uh, the carbon HaOmer. Ah, but the Pasuk seem to connect uh, the Mitzvah Sirius Haimer with the bringing of the Carbon Haimer. It sounds like Sirius Haimer is dependent on the bringing of the Carbon Haimer. How then can the Mitzvah Sirius Haimer nowadays be midday rice in the absence of the Carbon Haimer? So the Briskarov, in his comments on that Gemara Mesethus Menachos, quotes in the name of Rab Chaim, who explained that apparently the opinion of the Rambam is that the Mitzvah Sirius Haimer is dependent upon the possibility of bringing the Carbon Haimer, not necessarily on actually bringing the Carbon Haimer. And the Rambam follows his uh, position in elsewhere that Makriven Afal Pishain Bias, even though we no longer have a base Hamikdash, we can, the- at least theoretically, bring Karbonos on the Makam Hamikdash if we could determine where it is and solve all of the other tangential issues that are involved. But the Rambam's opinion is Makriven Afal Pishain Bias, we can bring Karbonos nowadays, at least theoretically. So apparently the Rambam's position was that the mitzvah of Sirius HaOmer is not dependent on actually bringing the carbon HaOmer, that carbon that was brought on the second day of Pesach from the new wheat, but rather on the theoretical possibility of bringing the carbon HaOmer. And Rav HaRishonim, Rashi, Tosis, almost all the other Rishonim disagree with the Rambam, and their opinion is, no, the mitzvah of Sirius HaOmer depends on actually bringing the carbon HaOmer. As long as we're not actually bringing the carbon HaOmer, uh, nowadays in our time, the mitzvah of Sirius HaOmer nowadays would be Midr However, even within the opinion of Taisvis, that the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer nowadays Midr Rabbanon, Rashi, Taisvis, Mova, Rishayim, Ha? Okay, so when, when, when we bring it, it'll be Daraisa. Until we bring it, it's the Rabbanon. So even within the opinion of Taisvis, that the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer nowadays is Midr Rabbanon, there seems to be a machlekes in the Gemara as to the nature of that, uh, of the Mitzvah Sirius HaOmer. Because if you look over here on the second line, the opinion of uh, at the time of the base Hamidish was Kayim, so they used to count, there were two parts to the counting of Sphiris Haimer. There was uh, counting weeks, as the Pasuk says in Parashas Re'eh, Shiva Shavuos Tisbar Lach, you should count seven weeks, but then the Pasuk says in Parashas Emar, Tisbar Ruchamishim Yoim, you should count 50 days. So there was a counting of days and a counting of weeks. So the opinion of Abaye is, just like in the uh, Beis Hamikdash, they would count days and they would count weeks, so too in our times as well. There's a mitzvah to count the number of days we are in Tzvira Sohaimer as well as the number of weeks. And Ameymar uh, disagrees. Certainly according to the Rambam, the Tzvira Sohaimer nowadays is Deiraisa. That makes perfect sense that we should count uh, the days and the weeks just like they did in the times of the Beis Hamikdash because we have the theoretical possibility of being the carbon Oimer nowadays in our times as well. However, within Taisus, you'll have to say that this is a Dimidur we should do exactly as they did in the Beis HaMikdash, Mitzvah Memne Yomi, Mitzvah Memne Shavui. However, the opinion of Amemar is 
Then on the, over here on the third line, Amemar money yoimi below money shavui. He counted days and he did not count weeks. Amar zeichalamikdoshu. He counted days and did not count weeks. Zeichalamikdosh. So if both opinions here, so if according to the Rambam, Amemar would be arguing severe so I mean, nowadays only the rabbanon. So why are we doing exactly as they did in the base hamikdash? We should only count days and we don't have to count weeks like they did in the base hamikdash. And Abaye is of the opinion that severe so I mean, nowadays is midday rice, and therefore we should do exactly as they did in the base hamikdash. However, according to Taisus, yeah. So I told you to say the Neymar, even if, yeah. Why would we uh-huh. not want to recommend? Well, uh, if it's even more difficult, so you're saying according to the Rambam, it's difficult. According to that, maybe all severe so I mean, is the rabbanon. You're saying, but why shouldn't we do the same as they did in the base hamikdash? But I'll even have a great. According to Tysus, everyone must agree. Spheros Haimer nowadays is Midrabanan because it depends not on the possibility of bringing the carbon Haimer and actually bringing the carbon Haimer. And in the times of Abayin Haimer, they were not bringing the carbon Haimer. So if Zeichel Amikdash means you should only bring, count days and not count weeks, why would um, Abaye, who also holds Spheros Haimer's Deraisa, uh, I'm sorry, Dirabanan, count days and weeks, and the other one would only count the days and not weeks if everyone holds it's Dirabanan? So Biskarov there explains uh, in his comments on the Gemara Masechus Menachas that it's because there are really two different halachas that are often confused. Uh, one halacha is, it's found in the Gemara Masechus Baba Basra of Samach, called Zeich Lechorban, that uh, when a person builds a new home, he's supposed to leave uh, part of his home unfinished, an ama, an ama adjacent to the door, to remind himself of the Chorban Beis HaMikdosh. Or we, when a person's making an elaborate suda. So you're supposed to leave one course out, the Gemara says, the keys to the harsana, the salty fish, supposed to leave that out. Uh, or when a kala is getting dressed for a wedding, we're supposed to leave one of the garments, is supposed to be left out, special tiara they used to wear. Again, And this is all based on the Pasuk and Sefer Tehillim. We're supposed to remember, even at the height of our simcha, um, we're supposed to remember the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. So when a person's building a new home, he's having an elaborate meal, he's getting married, we should always remember the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. So that's one halacha, Zeichel Chorban. Then there's another halacha, the Gemara tells us in Mesech the Sukkah, in the times of Beis HaMikdash Hayekayim, they used to take the Lulav only in the Beis HaMikdash all seven days of Sukkot. But Medina, outside the Beis HaMikdash, it was only the first day, in the Beis HaMikdash, it was all seven days. So after the Chorim Beis Hamikdash, the Mishnah tells us in Mesechtas uh, Sukkah that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh was Mesakein that we should all take lulav uh, for all seven days, Zeichel Hamikdash, uh, to remind ourselves of what the practice was in the times of Beis Hamikdash Hayakayim. So the Gemara asks, Minolan Davdin and Zeichel Hamikdash. How do we know that we're supposed to do things to remind ourselves of what took place in the times of Beis Hamikdash Hayakayim? The Gemara quotes in the Pesach and Sefer Miyahu that Sion he doresh la. The Navi laments Sion he. This is Sion, and it's now in a state of destruction, and nobody cares. Doresh la. No one's pursuing it. So the Gemara infers Michal the boy drisha. You see, it's something we have to be concerned about. We have to be busy with is reminding ourselves of what took place, or you know, the importance of the Beis Hamikdash. So Biachanan ben Zakkai took that as a as a basis for making takanas the Rabbanon to remind ourselves of what took place in the times of Beis Hamikdash Hayakayim. That's a very different halacha than Zecher lechorban. They're both described by the Gemara Zechel and Mikdash, but one is focused on Avelos, on reminding ourselves, hey, we no longer have a base on Mikdash, and therefore we have an element of, of Avelos. When you're building a home, you leave a little bit out. When you're having a, a simcha, you leave a little bit out in the meal, and the way that the kawa adorns herself. But then there's a separate halacha of Zechel and Mikdash, based on an entirely different pasuk. And that's to remind ourselves, even at the time that we don't have a base on Mikdash, what was the practice that took place in the times of the base on Mikdash? Meheri Yubana HaMikdash. So Biskarov explains that that's that the machlekas. That's so we shouldn't forget the lacha, or that's a third concept? Uh, probably related, but also to maintain the importance that the Beis Hamikdash should have in our perspective. 
So Biskarov claims that that's the machlekes over here between Abaye and Amema. Both agree that the mitzvah shiras ha'emer, at least according to Taisa, only midrabanan. But they're arguing about what kind of uh, mitzvah midrabanan is this. The opinion of Amema was that we're talking about a halacha that zechel lechorban. He calls it zechel amikdash, but what he means is zech that halacha of zechel amikdash is zechel lechorban, a type of avelos. So therefore, he says, in the time the base hamikdash haikain, they counted days and weeks, but we can't do that. We just like we have to leave a part out of our house, when you build a new home, a simcha, when you're making a simcha, you have to leave a little bit out of the mitzvah that we're doing as well, so you're to remind ourselves, we don't have a beit doesn't make this anymore. The beit doesn't make in a state of destruction. So money yayim, even love money shavui. It was zeichel echorban. This is perhaps this, uh, echoed by the Balamor. The Balamor asks a basic question. Uh, over here, Oisei, which is, why is it that we don't make a brach of shechiyan on the mitzvah of Siras HaEmer? Which is a mitzvah above Mizman Lizman. Typically, a mitzvah that comes from time to time, you make a shechiyanu. Why don't we make a shechiyanu on Siras HaEmer? And there's many interesting answers that are suggested to, for, for this question. However, the Balamor himself over here on the fourth line, and on the line, writes, it was Siras HaEmer, says, no, shechiyanu, that we are happy we are, you know, reached this point. There's no pleasure. All it does is remind us of the Korban Beis HaMikdash. How then can we make a brach of Shechiyanu in the midst of Sirius HaEmer, which is focused on Avelos? And that seems to echo the opinion of Amemar, which is that this is the Zeich of the Korban, and therefore we should leave something out, uh, deliberately, out of the midst of Sirius HaEmer. The opinion of Abaye, also Sfiras Haim is the Rabbanan, also Zeichel HaMikdash, but not Zeichel HaKurban, but to remind us of the practice took place with Masha Beis HaMikdash HaYakayim, like the fact that we take Lulav all seven days of Sukkot. So therefore, Abaye argued, just like they did in the times of Beis HaMikdash, they counted days and they counted weeks, Shiva Shavuos, Tisbarach, Tisbaru, Chamishim Yom, so too we should also continue to count days and weeks. Either way, either way, it's Zeichel HaMikdash or Zeichel HaKurban, so it's supposed to remind us of the practice took place in the time of Beis HaMikdash, so we understand the Harachman who that's why we conclude Sirius Heimer with a, uh, you know, a Tfilot HaKadosh Baruch who should return the Beis HaMikdash to his place. That, you know, could fit either according to Abaye or according to Ameymar, either Zeichel HaMikdash, Zeichel HaKorban, but uh, we have perhaps have these two perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> we have the minute like Abaye. Yeah, so why don't we, so there's other answers why we don't make a Shekhi on Sirius Heimer. Yeah, there's other answers. Do we find other mitzvahs that are? Interesting. Where where would we find another part of it? Well, well, there's simchas chasam v'kawa, and yet we leave something out. You know, there's. Zeichel uh, Do we ever find? No, he's told this is zeichel the korban. For example, zeichel the mitzvah. Do you make brachas on? For example, like a rabbas, you don't make a bracha. Rabbi, the Gemara says it's a minute. That's why you don't make a bracha. But it's also Zechel Amitash. That's not what the Gemara asks, why you don't make a bracha. The Gemara says because it's a minute. But uh, either way, everyone agrees that the mitzvah of Sirius is dependent on the carbon Ha'imer. The Taisa is held, therefore, in Sirius Ha'imer nowadays is Midrabanon. You actually have to be bringing the carbon Ha'imer. The Ramam held it's dependent on the possibility of bringing the carbon Ha'imer. Nowadays, we, since we still have the possibility of bringing the carbon Ha'imer, at least theoretically, the mitzvah of Sirius Ha'imer continues to be Midrabanon. Right? Taisa is held, no, we're not bringing the carbon Ha'imer. The mitzvah is the Rabbanon. But perhaps this notion that the mitzvah of Sirius Ha'imer is dependent on the carbon Ha'imer can help us understand the controversial Ramban. The Ramban writes over here, Isaiah, we're in Mesechus uh, Kiddush, where he's collecting those mitzvahs that are uh, not time-bound mitzvahs that women are obligated in them. So the Ramban writes at the end of the second line, the Gemara mentions a few, but of course the Gemara left some out. And the Ramban gives you a list of those mitzvahs that the Gemara left out, and it's, uh, you know, and it's uh, tally of those mitzvahs that are not time-bound, the women are obligated in them. So one of the mitzvahs the Ramban mentions is Sfiras HaOimer. 
It's not a time-bound mitzvah, which women are obligated in the mitzvah of Sirius Haimah. So the Achrenim ask, Sirius Haimah seems to be like a, you know, a, a textbook, mitzvah seisha is man grama. It only applies for 49 days out of the year. That seems to be like a time, uh, you know, the, 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 an example of a time-bound mitzvah. How could it be that the Ramban feels it's not a time-bound mitzvah? So in fact, Avnei Nezer claims this was a tel seifer. It was a mistake in uh, Nusach, in the text of the Ramban, and uh, it was added by some editor. However, the problem is it is found in other uh, secondary sources, quote this opinion of the Ramban, that he held that Tzvira Sa'imer is not a mitzvah sasei my grandma. But how could it not be a mitzvah sasei my grandma? Seems to be a typical time-bound mitzvah. So in the Sefer Divrei Yechezkel, that was Yechezkel Borstein, who was a Rashiva in Slobodka Yeshiva before the war, he suggests one answer, which is echoed by, again, a, many others have the same answer. And that is that apparently the Ramban is of the opinion it's only considered to be a time-bound mitzvah if it's dependent directly on time. On a fun- it's a function of time. But if it's a function of something else, which itself, that might in turn be a function of time, that's not considered to be a time-bound mitzvah. So over here, the mitzvah of Sirius Heimer is dependent not on time directly, it's a function of the carbon Heimer. The carbon Heimer is, uh, you know, is, is a function of time, but since it's not directly a function of time, it's a function of something else, which is you know, dependent on time, that's not considered to be a time-bound mitzvah. For example, the Mishnah says in Mesechlis Megillah that women are obligated in the mitzvah of Bikurim, bringing the first fruits to the base HaMikdash. However, the mitzvah of Bikurim only applies from Shavuos until Hanukkah. That's the only time that Bikurim applies. So the Turei Evan, the Shagasari, yes, and that Mishnah Mesechus Megillah, how could women be chayv and Bikurim? Seems to be a time-bound mitzvah. So Turei Evan gives the same answer. And that is that the mitzvah of Bikurim doesn't depend on time. It depends whenever the fruits are found in the field, as the Pesach says. Asher tovi when there are fruits found in the field. When are there f- new fruits found in the field? From Shavuos till Hanukkah. So that depends on time, when there are new fruits found in the field, but that's not what Bikurim depends upon. Bikurim depends on the new fruits. The new fruits, in turn, depend on time. That's not considered to be a time-bound mitzvah. One would be obligated. That's why Rav Shlomo Kluger disagrees with the Mugan Avram. The Mugan Avram argues that, or suggests, that women are not obligated in Kiddush Levana. Because it only happens whenever there's a new moon. There's a time-bound mitzvah. And Shlomo Kluger argues that women should be chayv in Kiddush Levana because it depends not on time, it depends on the new moon. The new moon happens to only come about once a month. But that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not considered to be a time of mitzvah unless it depends directly on time. Or some say by Pesach as well, the Sefer Chinuch writes, women are chayv in the mitzvah of Sfiros HaOmer. Uh, I'm sorry, of, uh, of uh, Sipur Yetzias Mitzrayim, the Leil Seder. Even though it's only one night of the year, on the, the 15th of Nisan, Women are obligated in Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. How could it be? It's a time-bound mitzvah. The Minchas Chinochias. It seems to be, a, you know, again, a classical example of a time-bound mitzvah. So many suggest, again, that here, it's, it's not that it's a time-bound mitzvah. It's not dependent on time. It's dependent on Peshash Yishmatzu Marim Munachim Lefanecha. You need, the, you need the, uh, the paraphernalia in front of you. You have to have the matzah. You have to have the mar. If you don't have it, you can't fulfill Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Since it doesn't depend directly on time, it depends. Uh, and something else, which in turn depends on time, that's not a mitzvah, say she's my grandma. So, so to over here, perhaps the Ramban held, since Sirius Haimer doesn't depend on time, it depends on the carbon Haimer, which in turn depends on time, that's not a mitzvah, say she's my grandma. A woman should be chayv in Sirius Haimer. We generally don't assume that way. We assume, as the Mishabur writes over here, Oisches, that Sirius uh, Haimer is a mitzvah, say she's my grandma. Women, uh, strictly speaking, are exempt. However, the Mishabur writes, because of a mug Avram, at the end of the first line over here, Oisches, mi ukvar shavio alayu chayva. The women have already accepted upon themselves an obligation to count Sfiros HaOmer with a bracha, as is the meaning of Ashkenazim, that women fulfill all time-bound mitzvahs, can volunteer to fulfill any time-bound mitzvah, even with a bracha. 
So they count Sefiras Hamim with a bracha. However, the Mishnah Bura adds an editorial comment. He says, our women are not counting. And the Mishnah Bura, of course, is writing in Radin, in Lithuania. Because of Besef Shulchan Shlomo, why is it that they don't count? They, even if they're going to count, they shouldn't make a bracha. He was assuming that they were certainly or likely to make a mistake on one day. I, if I had to conjecture as to why that would be the case, I would argue that it's because, a very logical reason, that women are not coming to shul to daven marav in shul, when most of the men count to your So if they're not going to come to shul to daven in shul, so then uh, perhaps there's a greater likelihood that they'll miss one day of uh, counting spheres. So I, mean, I don't want to attribute it to any other factor other than, than, that, than that. They didn't have apps. Now that apps, you'll count. Oh, there's charts everywhere. Yeah, everybody has a chart in every door and, and various alarms that are going off. Okay, but the Mishaburah was concerned that the women were more likely to forget than the men, perhaps because they're not coming to shul, and therefore they shouldn't count with a bracha. However, uh, the Aruch HaShulchan Disagrees. Nerach Hashulchan writes over here, Simitav Peites again. Hilchasfir Sa'imer that his woman counted with a bracha. They volunteered to count, and the minig is that they count with a bracha, as the Magen Avram said. And Nerach Hashulchan, you know, it can't be he was dealing with a different constituency that was more meticulous about kiyum hamitzvahs. Nerach Hashulchan lived at, the, you know, was a contemporary of the Chavetz Chaim a little bit before, but also in Lithuania, Navardic. So they weren't that far apart. How could it be? That the Mishabura had such a you know pessimistic view that women were certainly going to forget a, a day, and the Aruch Hashulchan wasn't concerned with that. So perhaps, uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe there is a fundamental dispute going on over here with regards to how to understand uh, the mitzvah of of uh, of Sfiras Ha'imer. Because according to the Mishabura, what is he so concerned with? He seems to be concerned with the fact that if you'll miss one day. It'll be a brachal of atolo. You'll render all the other days a brachal of atolo. That'll be the great avlo if you forget one day. But the Aruch HaShulchan wasn't concerned with brachal of atolo. That wasn't high enough in his uh, you know, priority list to be concerned about that. Why was the Aruch HaShulchan concerned with brachal of atolo? I believe because the Aruch HaShulchan was of the opinion if you forget one day of Sefirah Sarimah, that does not render all of the other days a brachal of atolo. Those other days you're still in fulfillment of a mitzvah that's still intact. Because perhaps they're arguing as to how to understand the opinion of the Bahag. Yeah, the Taisis and Mesethus, Megillah, over here, Oizvav, quotes at the end of the first line the opinion of the Bahag, who said two um, chidushim. The first is that if a person forgets to count one night of Sira Sa'imer, he should count during the day without a bracha. And then the second point uh, Bahag uh, claimed was that if a person forgets to count, though, by day and at night, uh, at night, and then subsequently during the day, he missed one complete 24 hour period of not counting then he can no longer continue to count, at least with a bracha. That's the opinion of the Bahag. Two chidushim. If you miss at night, you should count during the day without a bracha. And if you miss uh, both, both the day and then, uh, at night and during the day, you can't continue to count with a bracha. And uh, Rabbeinu Tam disagreed on both points. The first point, all the other Baalayatites disagreed with the Bahag. They disagreed with him, first of all, how can you count during the day if you missed it at night? The Gemara tells us in Mesechlis Menachas, back or his Gimel, that the Pasuk says in connection with Shvir Sa'imah, Sheva Shabbosos Tamimos Tiyen, it's supposed to be seven complete weeks. We want to get, uh, so the Gemara says, when are you supposed to count in a way that makes it seven complete weeks? So the Gemara says, you can't count during the day. If you'll count during the day, so then you'll miss out on the night being a counted time period. Only the day will be a counted time period. That won't be seven complete weeks. In order to have seven complete weeks, the entire day has to be counted. So the Gemara says, you have to then, therefore, count Sfirah at night, and not during the day. Tosis even says, as early in the night as possible, to make sure that most of the night, or as much of the night as possible, is considered to be counted. 
full seven full weeks. So Taisa says, how could the Bahag argue if you forget to count Shavuos at night, count during the day without a bracha? Counting during the day is not counting. You have to count at night. And then Rabbeinu Tam disagrees with the Bahag and he says, who, and he, and, and, you can't count during the day, that's nothing. And if you miss at night and you miss later on during the day, why can't you continue to count with the bracha? You had the first few days with the bracha, and you, you'll continue to count with the bracha. What difference does it make that you miss one day in the middle? And apparently the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam is that we're not dealing with one composite mitzvah over here, you know, one big mitzvah with 49 parts, or 49 pieces, which if you miss one of it, you know, that disturbs, that undermines everything else. We're discussing 49 separate mitzvahs to count each day of Svirat Haimer. So if you counted the first uh, 14 and you missed day 15, continue to count 16, each one is independent. So therefore, so what did you miss? One at night, you missed everything, continue to count with a bracha. However, apparently the opinion of the Bahag is, at least this is the simple interpretation, I believe this is how the Mishnah Bura understood it, is that no, we're dealing with one big mitzvah with 49 parts. How are you making 49 brachas? The answer is because we have 49 actions that you're performing, 49 uh, countings that you're doing as part of one bigger mitzvah. So even though there's 49 brachas, it's really one big mitzvah with 49 parts. So if you miss one day, that undermines everything else, and you can't continue to count, and it renders everything that you counted until now uh, retroactively as a bracha levatala. So therefore, the Mishnah Bruah says, huh? one bracha to start. Why make it each day? The answer is because you have 49 parts. Every time you do a separate maisa, you make a new bracha, even if it's one big idea. Maisa mitzvah, bracha is triggered by a maisa mitzvah, not by a fulfillment of a mitzvah. An action is what we make a bracha on. So, so over here, you're making a, 49 actions or 49, you know, countings, even though it's only one big mitzvah. So that's why the Mr. Brewer was concerned. If I know or I could speculate, conjecture, that women will probably, in likelihood, uh, to miss one day, or at least more so than the men, so then, uh, since they're only volunteering to do it anyway, so men, we have no choice. There are many men who miss also, but men have no choice. They have to try and uh, do it. The women who are volunteering, better not to volunteer, because if you'll do it, it'll render the brachas that you made uh, earlier, retroactively, to be a bracha levatah. I believe that's how he understood the Baha'i. When the Mr. Brewer on the 49th night, they should, they should make a bracha. If they counted all the other ones. Oh, yeah, Lambda. All right, very good. Yeah, you're right. However, I believe the Arach HaShulchan understood this uh, Bahag uh, quite differently. He didn't understand the Bahag that it's one big mitzvah. It's really 49 mitzvahs, uh, just like Rabbeinu Tam. Just the Bahag felt. That's why you make 49 brachas. It's much easier to understand. Why did the Bahag then feel if you miss one day, you can only continue counting? Because it's part of a series. It's part of a progression of counting. One has to be followed by, you know, two, by two, two by three, three by four. If you miss day 15, so that's just not a counting. It is 49 separate mitzvahs, but they are part of a series. They're part of a progression of counting. And therefore, uh, if you miss one day, you can't continue to count uh, with a bracha because, uh, because it's no longer part of a progression, no longer part of a series. But that does not render that which you counted previously as a bracha of atal. Of course, Erech HaShulchan was aware that people miss days also. And maybe he had the same reality that Mr. Brewer has, and we could debate whether that exists in our time. Maybe it probably doesn't. But the Arach HaShulchan, even if he had the same reality, there was likelihood that a woman might miss a bracha. It doesn't matter. The brachas that she made already are still intact. Just she can't continue to count, because it won't be part of that series, that counting, that progression. For example, the Balamor asks, 
Why is it? One second. The Baumor asks another question over here. I say, why is it that we don't count two days as part of a sveik of the Yoimos? Why don't we say today is maybe 14, maybe 15, maybe 15, maybe 16? We're going to keep two days Shavuos. We kept two days Pesach. Maybe it's today, maybe it's tomorrow. Why don't we have a sveik of the Yoimos when it comes to Sphere Saimer? So the Baumor says, because it'll turn out a problem. On day, uh, we're going to end up counting Sphere Saimer on Shavuos. That's not nice to Shavuos. Either it is Shavuos or not. it's not Shavuos. To, so not to count in that fact, you know, to, to count on Shavuos is going to be insulting to Shavuos. Oh, uh, but the Dvar Avram suggests, the Kovner Rav suggests, no, the reason you can't count with the Sveik of the Yoma, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, is because that's not counting. It has to be accounting. Accounting has to be something which is with certainty, not with, uh, which, is, uh, which is a suffix. So perhaps um, this uh, explanation of the uh, of the uh, of the opinion of the Bahag is found in the Bir Halok over here. If you flip the page, Ois Yud Shochanarok passes like the opinion of the Bahag. If you miss one day, you can only continue to count with a bracha. By the way, that's only the opinion of the Bahag. Rov Harishonim disagree. So if a person, you know, we pass in Shochanarok like the Bahag, if a person misses one day, he should continue to count with a bracha. Most people feel if there's no bracha, there's no gishmak, and they just give up. I'm out this year, you know, of the hot potato game. It's, it's not true. You're supposed to continue to count without a bracha. Rova Rishonim disagreed with the, with the Bahag. But even within the opinion of the Bahag, one second, so the Bialach over here quotes the opinion of Rav Haigoin, that's brought by the Ritz Geus, that if a person misses one day, and even an entire 24-hour period, he misses at night, and then the following day, let's say he missed day uh, 15, Missed uh, last night, he'll miss today. Or he missed, let's say, Shabbos, it's easier. Missed 14, and then he missed uh, counting during the day as well. He could count today. Yesterday was 14, and today is 15. Even though it's not that day anymore. You could say yesterday was 14, today is 15, and then continue to count with a bracha. What does that accomplish? That's the opinion of the Sefer Achinach as well. So I think, again, that, uh, that perhaps supports... This, perspective, this understanding of the Bahag, that he wasn't concerned with the fact you're going to render, render all the days retroactively a bracha of because we're dealing with one big mitzvah with 49 parts. It's rather, the, the whole idea is that it's uh, 49 separate mitzvahs, but in order to preserve the progression, you, have to, you can't miss a day in the middle. So the Bahag feels, uh, I'm sorry, so therefore Rav Haigon's opinion is, if I at least said yesterday was 14, today's 15, I accomplished something. The progression has been preserved. It's like a placeholder. And uh, therefore, I can continue to count with a bracha. Even within the opinion of the Bahag, that's what you accomplish by counting during the day. Rabbeinu Tom asks, what do you accomplish by counting during the day? The mitzvah sphere time is only at night to get most of the day to consider to be counted. Sheva Shabbos is to me And if you're not fulfillment of counting during the day, so why are you counting? If you're in fulfillment, count with a bracha. If you're not in fulfillment, why you bother to count? The answer is, according to the Bahag, what you're doing by counting during the day is preserving that progression. You're preserving that, uh, that counting, that uh, semblance of counting. Even if you don't necessarily uh, fulfill uh, you know, the counting during the day, you can continue to count. You, you missed that day already. You continue to count the following day with a bracha. It's not one big mitzvah, it's 49 separate mitzvahs, but you have to have this uh, at least progression of, uh, it has to be a counting. These two perspectives, though, the Mishnah Brewer felt it was one big mitzvah. Uh, with 49 parts, and therefore if you miss one day, everything else is a bracha levatala. This is perhaps the basis of the two opinions that Shari Tshuva quotes over here, with uh, regards to a katan who becomes a god in the middle of Sfiras Haimer, classical bar mitzvah shtiko. What does the katan do? Can he continue to count Sfiras Haimer with a bracha if he became bar mitzvah today on the 15th day of Sfiras Haimer? So what opinion the Shari Tshuva is? He cannot count with a bracha, because he missed the first 14 days. Even though he volunteered to do them, he wasn't obligated to do it. 
So that seems to, you know, subscribe to the position that we, we have attributed to the Mishnah Bura, that the Sefirah Timer is one big mitzvah. If you miss the first 14 days, there's nothing you can do, even if he volunteered to do it on his own. It doesn't matter. You are out of the first 14 rounds of this mitzvah. You can't jump in in round 15. However, the other opinion that Shari Shuvah quotes is a katan, at least if he counted the first 14 days, he volunteered to do it. When he was a katan, he could continue to count on day 15 with a bracha because the counting has been preserved. That's what we're worried about. When a person misses a day, he can't continue to count with a bracha because his counting has been disrupted. But over here, if the katan at least volunteered to do it the first 14 days, he continued to you know, count uh, after day 15 with a bracha. Huh? He wasn't mechuyiv, but you don't have to be mechuyiv. Day 15 is a new mitzvah. Ah, so why can't, if I miss a day, can't everybody start on day 15? Because you don't have the counting preserved. So the cotton at least did that. He counted day 1 to 14. It's a, the other perspective of the Bahag, what I believe is the correct perspective of the Bahag, like the Orch and that is that it's 49 separate mitzvahs, but they have to come in an order. They have to be, they're part of a set, part of a progression yeah, of counting. Uh, Gear, no. Well, he would have had to count day 1 right, to 14. Count, uh, uh, maybe, maybe if the Gear, I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting. Uh, in the yeah, no, then he can't continue counting according to anyone. Well, he can start, right? I mean, not on day 15. He'll have to wait for next year. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, he could continue to count without a bracha. Many wish him disagreed with the Bahag, but he won't be in fulfillment of the opinion of the Bahag. This is also, perhaps, uh, the Mishabura follows his uh, same uh, line of reasoning with regards to this halach over here, very confusing in the Shulchan Aruch. As we mentioned, uh, the Gemara said you're supposed to count Sphere Soimer at night in order to get most of the day to, you know, to be part of your counting. Seven complete weeks. So Taisva says, if it's seven complete weeks, we should really count as early in the night as possible. Which is always a nice thing. Taisa says, but you know what? Let's do even better. Let's start counting after the Shkia during Ben Hashemoshes. We're not sure if it's day or night, but let's already start counting then. Get, you really get the whole night. Every second of the night will consider to be counted. So Taisa says, but we're not sure if it's day or night. How can you count? You can't count if it's already you know, the previous day. So Taisa says, yeah, but Sphere Sohem in our days anyway is only Midrash Banan, according to Taisa, in the absence of the carbon armor. So let's say Savik the Rabbanon Lakula. Maybe it's day, maybe it's night, and start counting Sfirah Sa'imer during Bein Hashemosh. So Taisa says, no, no, that's a, to, cre- to create the Suffolk, the Rabbanon Lakula, deliberately, that far we don't go. We don't have to go that far to create Sheva Shabbosah Tmimos Tiyana. So you're supposed to wait till after Tzesa Kachavim to count. So that's what Taisa concludes in Mesechus Menachas, and that's how it appears over here in Shulchan Arach, Sif Beis, HaMedaktikin Einon Soifrim Ad Tzesa Kachavim. You can count during Bein Hashemoshah according to Taisa, not according to the Rambam, that's Sfirah Sa'imer nowadays is Deiraisa, but according to Taisus, it's the Rabbanon, Savik the Rabbanon Lukul, you can count Bein Hashemoshahs, but you're not supposed to do that, you're supposed to wait until Tzesa Kachavim V'chein Roy Lassos. Okay? However, the very next sif in the Shulchan Aruch says the following. It's quite confusing. A person is davening with a minion mi He counts with them without a bracha. If he remembers at night, he should count then with a bracha. What is this talking about? So Mishra Bura understood that this was talking about the very same issue that was discussed in the previous sif. About a person who's davening before the shkia, after the shkia. And there's a minion, they're not going to be able to gather a minion later, and they might forget to count. So they want to count now. The Olam, the minion, is counting now. What should he do? He wants to be from the Medaktikim, who only count after Tzitzit So the Shulchan Aruch tells us, that, this is the way the Mishabur interpreted it, you should count now, Al-Tanai, on condition and without a bracha. So if I don't remember to count later, I should be Yitzit now. 
And serving the Rabbanon Lukula, Meikra, then you could count during the Bein Hashemoshes, according to Taisa, Sphere's Hermit nowadays, only the Rabbanon. Count now. If I remember later, then I don't want to be Yoytzeh with this counting, I want to be Yoytzeh later, and I'll even make a bracha later, because I was never Yoytzeh before. That's how the Mishnah Brewer interpreted this Sif and Shulchan Aruch. There's two big problems with it. The first is the Shulchan Aruch rarely discusses the same case twice in two adjacent even without referencing himself. So it would be odd for the Shulchan Aruch to discuss the case of a person who's counting Ben Hashmashas and say, really, don't do that, and then to discuss the, ne- the next thing in the same Sif, you know, the same Simon, without making reference to himself. Moreover, the Ha'ikar the Shukhanach is discussing a person who's counting on condition. He should have said that. That's kind of an important detail. That, by the way, the first counting is only on condition. If you remember later on, the only reason you're counting with Habrachah is because I said, I don't want to be Yaitzit with the first counting. Shukhanach kind of should have mentioned that. But that's the way the Mishnah Bura quotes his halach, and there are many people who do like that if they're diving in a minchamar during Sphere's Haimah. However, the Bi'al, I think persons should try and be from the doctor's account after Tzitzit And the Bi'al Lach has an entirely different interpretation of this second sif. He quotes over here that many Achrainim disagreed with this interpretation of the Mishnah Berurah. And their opinion was, no, this is discussing an entirely different case, not a mincha before the Shkia, a marv after the Shkia. We're discussing a mincha before the plaga mincha and a marv after the plaga mincha. As the Shulchan Aruch says, Hamispal Matzibar Miba Oid Yoim, the sun is still shining. <laughs> so, money, mom, below bracha. Then, of course, you don't make a bracha if you count Sphere of You're not yoyt say anything. Ah, if he remembers later on, then you remember at night, of course, count with a bracha. You weren't yoyt say earlier. So, what's the purpose of counting after the plaga mincha? What do you accomplish? I believe what you accomplish is this, at least preserving the counting. Of course, you're not yoyt say then. According to the Bahag, you're not yoyt if you count during the day. So how come if I miss a night, I count during the day to preserve the counting? At least the progression, the set is still intact, and I can continue to count with the bracha. The Mishnah Bura didn't learn that way, because the Mishnah Bura didn't have this understanding of the Bahag. The Mishnah Bura understood it's 49, you know, one big mitzvah with 49 parts, um, and therefore if you miss one day, you know, you, you, you can no longer continue counting. You must fulfill something by counting during the day. But counting the previous day for the following day, even though it's after the plaga, I mean, can accomplish nothing. However, I believe that this other, the many other Akhraim who learned this Shulchan Aruch differently, and that was the meaning of Rashi in the Sefer Apardes, was that if a person counts already after the Plaga Mincha of the previous day, he says tomorrow is going to be day 15, even though it's not Yaisi Sfiris Haimer then, and that's why you don't count with the Bracha, at least the progression, the set has been preserved, and he continues to count later on with the Bracha. So I believe that that seems to be, uh, the, 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 uh, seems to be more. Uh, Compelling that really it's uh, 49 separate mitzvahs that are part of a series of progression, and that's why the Bahag felt you should count during the day at least to preserve that. That's what the Shulchan Aruch is talking about over here. That uh, at least if you count after the Pagamin, you continue to count afterwards with the Bracha, and that's why many, many women uh, nowadays more uh, meticulous sometimes than the men with regards to mitzvahs, but, uh, but also continue to count with the Bracha. Don't have to be concerned if you forget one day, you know, undo all the other mitzvahs. How does this relate to the National Date Line? Oh, you can't travel. Cool.